morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to the prayer line. I pray that you all this morning are blessed, on top, rising, and highly favored of the Lord. Man, I want to say that again. I pray this morning that you are blessed, on top, rising, and highly favored of the Lord. We're going to have a great day this morning, and we're excited about our team and what's going to be shared. And so, you know, we're going to start off with prayer. This is the prayer line. So, Father, we honor you this morning. We bless you. We say good morning to you, Father. Good morning, Lord Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you that as we place a demand on the Spirit of God, on your Spirit, the Spirit that dwelt within us, Father, that you will lead us, you will guide us into all truth. We thank you for every prayer request that will be prayed today. Father, I thank you that you will answer them. Even as it was said concerning the centurion soldier, the same hour in which Jesus began to pray, the servant was made whole. I thank you that same wonder-working power will manifest itself in the life of everyone we pray for today. We thank you in advance for the devotion. I thank you that it will inspire us all to serve you in a greater way. And more than anything, Father, move beyond the beginning stages of our relationship with you and truly become disciples of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And so have your way this morning in Jesus' name. So I want to introduce our team. We have Sister Yvette Antoinette with us this morning. She will be doing our prayer request, praying over those prayer requests. Sister Yvette, how are you? Good morning, Bishop, and to all on the line. I'm doing well by the grace of our Lord. Thank you. Thank you. You sound well, dear. You sound well. I love I love your peaceful spirit. You always have a wonderful, peaceful spirit about yourself, and I thank God for that. And we also have with us Pastor Harris all the way from the Atlanta area this morning. Pastor Horatius Harris, how are you? Bishop, I am doing wonderful. I want to say good morning to you to Pastor Adrian, Sister Red, and all of the prayer warriors that is on this morning. Good morning, New Destiny family and Nexus family. Amen. Amen. Well, good morning to you and your lovely wife and your family. And today your daughter's graduating. Trinity is graduating from, from the university today, so we say congratulations to her. And we're excited about having you on the line. I'm excited about having everybody on the line, New Destiny family, Nexus family, all the body of Christ is on the line, every pastor that is on the line. We thank God for you this morning. Well, we're not going to prolong the time. We're going to turn it over to Pastor Harris. We've already prayed, and we're going to let the Lord use him this morning. Pastor Harris. Good morning again, everyone. I'm excited to be on with you all to give you this word of the Lord. Daddy, share it with me. Uh, as uh, I was meditating on where we're going today. We're going to talk this morning briefly about the law of momentum, the law of momentum. And I'm going to come with you from the scripture 
Exodus 14, verses 14 through 15, through 16. And it says this, the Lord himself will fight for you. Just stay calm. Then the Lord said to Moses, why are you crying out to me? Tell the people to get moving. Pick up your staff, raise your hand over the sea, divide the water so the Israelites can walk through the middle of the sea on dry ground. Now, this text is, um, is, is very familiar. Everybody pretty, is pretty familiar with the Exodus. <clears throat> Exodus is a Greek word. Ex means out. Otis means road. That's how we get the word odometer because it talks about on the road and traveling on the road and the measurement thereof. Now, I want to talk about the law of momentum because momentum is all about movement. But there's a particular uh, aspect of movement that needs to be understood when you talk about momentum. Now, those of you who don't know that my background is engineering, so I did a lot of study in physics uh, and calculus and uh, a lot of theory and mathematics. And one of the areas that I had to study was the law of momentum. The law of momentum is this. Momentum equals mass times velocity. Mass times velocity. Now, science, in, from my estimation, is really the study of God. And you'd be like, well, that's theology. Well, <clears throat> science means knowledge, and whenever we discover something, we discover what God has already done. And so people use science to discover what God created from the foundations of the earth. <clears throat> so there I see science as something different than most people, but in this particular case, we're looking at momentum. When God started it in the very beginning, it has not stopped. The earth, the universe, all of God's creation is in motion. And so momentum is equals to mass times velocity. And you might ask, what is velocity? Velocity is the rate of change in position in a particular direction. Now, velocity and speed are different. Speed is just the rate of change. Velocity is the rate of change in a particular direction. And so direction is key. This is why obedience is not just movement. Obedience is movement in the right direction. How do you know that, Pastor? Because let's look at Jonah chapter 1. Jonah it says, Now the word of the Lord came to Jonah, the son of Amateur, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and cry out against it, for their wickedness has come up before me. But Jonah arose to flee to Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. He went down to Joppa, found a ship going to Tarshish, so he paid his fare thereof and went into it to go to, with them to Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. Watch this now. Jonah was told to go to Nineveh, but Jonah decided to go to Tarshish. Jonah was moving as he heard the word of the Lord, but he was moving in the wrong direction. When, see, watch this. The, the key uh, conjunction in verse 3 is but. 
God tells him to go one direction, but Jonah goes in another direction. Somebody said, you know, you know God's going to have his way. Even though Jonah was going in a different direction than what God told him to go, God ultimately gets the glory because Jonah ends up going to Nineveh anyway. <laughs> so watch this. When your butt is going in one direction, God's butt will tear you in the right direction. So you need to understand that direction is key when you're talking about momentum. Direction is key when you're talking about momentum. I'm going back to Exodus now because God is trying to get the children of Israel to go in a certain direction. And he says in verse 14, he tells them, he says, the Lord himself will fight for you. Stay calm. This is a New Living Translation. He says, stay calm. Don't worry. I got your back. Don't even worry about it. Just keep moving in the direction that I want you to go. So God is giving him instruction. And then he goes on and says, "Why, God said, why are you crying out to me? Which means I've already given you the instructions. Be about my business. I've already told you what to do. Don't come back to me. You go and tell the people to get moving. Get moving in this particular verse is talking about momentum. Because once you get moving and God has your back, then you can't be stopped. Let me say that again. Once you get moving and God has your back, you can't be stopped. Now, this text is also speaking about corporate movement. Just like we have corporate prayer, corporate anointing, corporate blessing, we also have corporate momentum. In a corporate setting, you cannot be particularly uh, focused on your individual situation. There's something greater. There's something larger. There's something that supersedes your personal situation in a corporate setting. You have to look at what God desires for you. So what is being spoken of this morning is a corporate message that the Holy Spirit has put in Bishop's heart about momentum. There's a reason that he's talking about momentum. You cannot take that message as a personal Though you can, you really have to look at it as a corporate because corporately there's something that's happened. In a corporate setting, you are not <laughs> – you might get your feelings hurt if you start thinking about your individual self. Let me say that again. In a corporate setting, you might get your feelings hurt if you try to make it about you. In this particular text, uh, Moses is told by God, get those people moving. And not just in any direction. I need them to go in a direction that I want them to go to cross over the Red Sea on dry ground so that I can get them into the promise that I need them to go into. I need you to understand that as Bishop is ministering, and the word of the Lord is coming through him, that the word of the Lord was spoken to him, 
to get the body moving in the right direction because God is moving you into your blessing. You might not understand it. You might not have all the details. You might not walk into, you know, in the direction that you think the, the body or you should be going, but that's not the instructions. The instructions are that you need to move according to the corporate body. Think about this. Somebody in this setting where God's trying to get them out of Egypt, and somebody says, yeah, I ain't going. I don't want to go, which, which we know they thought about it after the fact. But there was no uh, dissension in God's instruction. Let me say that again. There was no dissension, no turning back from God's destruction. Matter of fact, you might get yourself trampled if you want to go in the opposite direction from which God is telling the people to go. Because if you look at what God was doing in this corporate setting, he was giving momentum to the children of Israel that he's going to fight for you because the enemy was coming in one direction and God was going to go against the enemy and he wanted you to go in the, in the direction of the blessing. Wow. Corporate momentum is causing you to move in the direction of your blessing. Corporate momentum is shifting you, watch this, with acceleration as it relates to where you're going. <laughs> Corporate momentum, watch this, when you have momentum, it is harder to stop you in the direction that you are going. That's why it's key that you start moving in the right direction. Some of you are going to have to make some shifts because you've been going against where God wanted you to go. But this day, you got, watch this, you, you will set yourself up for disappointment, hurt, and pain if you're going in the opposite direction for which God wants you to go. You don't want to go against the momentum that God has for you. Remember, God knows best. He knows the direction that you should go. He knows how you should navigate. So follow his movement and his instruction in the direction that you should go. As God is leading you right now, God is causing all of us to be about the business of moving in his direction. And you may ask, what is that? That's the instruction that comes out of the mouth of the bishop. That's the instruction that he speaks. He, he's talking about discipleship. That, that's God speaking. You know? Train up a child in the way they should go, and when he's old, he's not apart from it. That's why there's a school. The school was not because they wanted it. The school was, that was an instruction from the Lord moving in that direction. So if you've got a child and you want your child to be trained up properly, 
and they're in a they're in a public setting, a public school, you might want to consider shifting your child into this academy if they fit in the right age bracket that the school is in. Why? And you're like, well, I might not have the money. I might not have the Watch this. That's some things and adjustments that you can make because the adjustments that you make to get in the momentum in the direction that God wants you to go, God will say, I got your back. That's the difference. When God says, I got your back, you best believe that he got your back. So I'm excited that the momentum, the direction, you cannot stop. There's an old commercial that used to play uh, for this HVAC system called a train system. Uh, a train is a, uh, is a compressor, uh, uh, air-conditioned compressor unit and it was called train, and it says, you can't stop a train. So imagine a train going at 100 miles an hour, 150 miles an hour, and something is in the way of that train as it's moving with the momentum that it's moving on. And with the, remember now, momentum is mass times velocity. Velocity is the speed of change in the right direction. Watch this. So when you <laughs> when you have mass, what is mass in the spirit? It's called kabod, weight, glory. When you have glory and you have movement in the right direction, then you got momentum that you cannot be stopped. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you. I honor you this morning that you allow the people to see that you are driving us closer to our blessing and the momentum is going to push us into the blessing that we have been praying for, we've been desiring, and we didn't know how we were going to get there. Thank you, Lord, that we're on the right train with the right mass going in the right direction Woo! with the right velocity that we are able to fast track into the area that you desire for us to walk in. It's time for your children to rise up and possess the kingdom of God, that we are able to do what you called us to do, that the world will see your good works and glorify our Father who's in heaven. We know that you can do a thing, and it shall exceed our minds and our expectations. So now we place a demand on it that it is done and so, and Father, we will not resist and be against what you desire. We are in that, moving in that direction. We're not going to be like Jonah. We're not going to go in the opposite direction. We're going to go in the direction for which you sent us. We shall do it. And we say yes to your will and to your way. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Woo! You all, was that, is that, was that good? My Lord. Boy, I didn't know we were going to get a course in physics this morning, but my God, man, look, Yvette, you got to come on because I'm ready to go. I'm ready to tag team with him this morning. We're not going to do it. We're going we're gonna to stay on course. We're on this train. We're going to keep it on the track. So Sister Yvette's going to come with the prayer request this morning. Sister Yvette. Yes, Bishop. Yes, thank you so much, Pastor Harris, for that power, very powerful and very rich message this morning. So good morning, everyone on the line. We have several prayer requests this morning. The following are requests for healing 
from Lois Ingram, update on daughter Elise. She's doing much better now. Thank you, my new Destiny family, for all your prayers and blessings. Uh, Latasha Malone, prayer for healing in my left hand from tendinitis. Tracy White, thank you for all your fervent continued prayers on my behalf. I am continuing to tolerate chemo well. Please continue your prayers for complete healing. I will have a scan then done in January 3 as its progress. I'm believing that there will be no cells for them to find and asking for your continued prayers. Brenda Reed, pray for Valley Reed and family. My sister Valley has been in coma for almost two months. On Friday, we will be disconnecting life support. We need your prayers. Pray for our mom. This is really hard for her. And so, Lord God, we thank you this morning that you hear us. These are your precious children, Elise, Natasha, Tracy, and Valley, needing your, your touch for healing. And we know that you will not withhold any good thing to them. It is your perfect will, O oh God, that they be made whole, spirit, soul, and body. So, Lord God, we ask that you flood their body, mind, and every situation with your health and life, O oh God. Heal them, O oh Lord, and they will be healed. Their healing will be to your praise and glory. So we speak your words of life to their body and call their body to attention, to align with your words, O oh God. We thank you that your words are life to them and health to their whole body. We declare that by the stripes of Jesus, they are made whole. Breath of God, breathe upon them this morning. <clears throat> we declare and decree that they are fearfully and wonderfully made. They are blessed and empowered to overcome illness in the name of Jesus. You have empowered them to walk in divine health. You are their source, O oh God. Lord, they rest in your finished work. So, Father, we praise you for bringing Elise to a much better condition, and we ask you to bring her to total wholeness and restoration. Perfect the healing that you had begun in her, O oh God. We decree total recovery and full restoration of function in Latasha's left hand from tendinitis, O oh God. May Tracy complete her chemo, and that test will yield negative results, and every cell in her body aligned to the word of God. We decree Tracy's complete healing and restoration in Jesus' name. And Lord God, for Valley, we know nothing is impossible with you. <clears throat> we pray for your divine intervention in this situation, O oh God. We ask for your perfect will in Jesus' name. We pray for perfect peace for the family. You are with them and you never leave them, O oh God. The next prayer request is from Derek Williams. Uh, asking deliverance for uh, pray for college student the the Daryl Ross who has isolated himself in his room and says that he must sell his soul so that his family can be rich. He says he has to sacrifice his soul and he wants to do it. Pray God change his mind. I think what he's doing is from Satan. I'm scared for his life. So Lord God, we lift up to you, Daryl, decreeing Second Corinthians. 10 verse 5, destroying reasonings and every high thing which exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. So we come against deception, seducing spirit, spirit of oppression, torment, 
to come to come out, Lord God, this morning and lose burial in the name of Jesus. We ask God for your visitation and turn around his captivity in the name of Jesus. Deliver him from the hand of the enemy. We curse every satanic influence in his life, and we decree it null and void of power. We pray Daryl will repent for not making you as his source, O oh God. We pray for his salvation, deliverance, and, rest- and restoration. Let Daryl come back to his senses, and let him give glory to your name. Send someone who will minister to him, O oh God. We cover him in the blood of Jesus. And the last prayer request is from Yvette Papillon. Evangelism and Free Showers Ministry received several prayer requests this past weekend. Uh, For Bob, housing, job, and deliverance from drugs. Shirley, eight months pregnant, needs housing and healthy baby. Shelly, prayer request for housing and healing. Peter, housing and deliverance from alcohol. Winona, housing job deliverance from drugs john housing and housing and job vince and sergio housing and job so lord god we thank you for this precious harvest of souls thank you for saving them oh god in third john 2 you said i pray that all may go well with you and that you may be in good health as it goes well with your soul so lord god we thank you that you don't only care for their spirit, but you care for their soul and body, O God. And so we are asking that you will open jobs and housing for these your precious children. Give them favor. Open doors and opportunities, O God. Open a place for them to live and a place for them to work, O God. This is your will for their life and that you will make a way for it to happen. We call, Lord God, their provision and prosperity now in the name of Jesus. For surely, O God, we call forth normal delivery and healthy baby. No complication in labor and delivery in Jesus' name. We call for complete healing also in her body whatever medical condition she is going through, oh God. Touch her by your mighty hand and provide supernatural healing in Jesus' name. Deliverance from drugs for Bob and Winona and from alcohol for Peter. Peter, help them, oh God, by your spirit, Lord God, that they will overcome these strongholds in their life, oh God. We decree 1 John 4, 4, greater are you, oh God, who is in them than he that is in the world. Remove their appetite for drugs and alcohol and instead provide hunger and thirst for your presence, O God, for your word. Baptize them with your Holy Spirit and turn their life around for your glory in Jesus' name. So, Father, we bring all these requests. We bring all all these precious children of yours, believing that you heard our prayers this morning and answers will be manifested in the natural realm. We pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Woo! Glory to God. Man, do you all feel the anointing on the line this morning? Powerful. Thank you so much, Sister Yvette. Seven prayer requests. Seven prayer requests. Seven in biblical numerology means completion. I believe that God wants to do a complete work in our life. But here's the key. We got to get moving. The chain of events that we have encountered in society, in our world, globally, has really stopped momentum in so many people's lives. 
people are sitting still. Some people are walking, but they're still still in their minds. As Pastor Harris so wonderfully laid out about momentum, momentum is movement or an obedience in the right direction. That's key. It's not just any movement, but it's obedience, moving in obedience, but moving in the right direction, coming out of one season into the next season, out of the, uh, a season where uh, things were stagnated in your life and things were not coming to uh, full fruition and moving over into a season now where the blessing and the promises of God are being fulfilled in your life. And this is what happens with the children of Israel in this particular text from Exodus that Pastor used this morning. Powerful. He said, the Lord, he'll fight for us. Just stay calm. Then he tells the children of Israel to get the moving, get the moving. And he says that as they began to move, that the glory, the kabod of God, which Pastor touched on that this morning a little bit, the kabod of God, the glory of God was in front of them leading the way, making sure they were moving in the right direction. But at once they gained momentum, that glory now positions itself behind them, in between themselves and their enemy. It's powerful. Meaning that once the train gets going, enemy not going to be able to stop you. And so there's somebody on this line this morning. It's time for you to get back up. It's time for you to get back in the, the, the now zone, in the season in which God desires for you to move in. It's time for you to come out. It's time for you to embrace life again. It's time for you to hope again, live again, dream again. That's what time it is, I believe, for us as the body of Christ. I believe God is moving. He wants to move in our hearts. We have to be obedient and let him. Well, listen, our time is up this morning. It is all the way up. But before we close, we like to go back to our guests. You know how we do it and see if they have any closing remarks. I'll come back and I'll pray us out this morning. Pastor Harris, for closing remarks. Yes, Bishop, I was... Uh just, you know, pondering what you were saying about the glory being in the front and being in the back. Uh, man, <laughs> that's the weight. That's the mass that makes momentum really have uh, power to be unstoppable. So I just want to just say that and, and let you all know that when we're moving with God, man, and the glory is upon us, we are unstoppable. That's it, Bishop. I love you, and thank you all for allowing me to be on the line this morning. We love you, and thank you for being with us this morning. Thank you for blessing us this morning. We send our love to your family, and once again, we say congratulations to your daughter as she graduates today. We thank you. We thank God this is a great day for your family. And so we thank God for those on the line this morning. Man, we've had a good time today. It's time to get moving, you all. It's time to move beyond the last, the things that we've been dealing with for the last two years. Some people have been dealing with it even longer, you know, with these various types of diseases and all kind of calamities that come to try to stop us from entering into the promises of God. 
But you have to understand, when God is with you, God will fight for you. We have to let God fight for us. Let's move in the right direction, move with the right motive, the right attitude, and you watch what God helped you accomplish in your life. As I always say, today we need to pray concerning purpose. Pray concerning purpose. And I pray this morning over you that every person on this line will begin to wake up to the purpose in which they have been called to live in the earth realm. But as we begin to wake up, may God place us in the center of our assignment. I place a demand on that right now. So I'm placing demands on you to, to come into the season of your God-ordained purpose. Someone needed to hear that this morning. Yeah. And you need to declare that over yourself. I'm coming into the season of my God-ordained purpose. I'm going to accelerate. I'm going to gain momentum because of my obedience and moving in the right direction. Praise the Lord. Psalms 118 verse 24 said, This is the day that the Lord has made. In it we shall rejoice and be glad. In this brand new day, it's a brand new you. Therefore, it's brand new opportunities and brand new possibilities. Make this confession of faith with me this morning. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. From this moment forward, I will be very courageous. I will not waver in my faith. I will not give in to fear. I am more than a conqueror, and I'm a world overcomer. Yes, you are. You are more than a conqueror. You are a world overcomer. You're obedient to God. You're moving in the right direction. And most of all, the glory of God is upon your lives. Once again, I declare we're blessed on top. We're rising. We're highly favored. May the Lord bless you. May he keep you. May he smile upon you. May he give you traveling grace and mercy as ministering angels have gone out before us to lead us as we travel throughout the day, I declare no sickness, harm, or danger will befall you or come near your dwelling place. I declare your vehicles will function as they've been created to function, get you to your destination and back home safely in Jesus' name. Man, well, we got to bring it to a close. We've started out the day great, the breakfast of champions. You know how we say it. It's the breakfast of champions, the breast the best breakfast you could have every single day. And so have a great day today, and I declare today will be great because we're going to make it count. Amen? This is Sister Yvette, Pastor Horatius Harris, and Bishop, we're signing off this morning. God bless you all. We'll talk soon. Be blessed. Let's open the line.